Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 51st episode of Career Podcast. And today I'm joined by Yasser Aga. He's an experimental architect and architect mentor from Baghdad, Iraq. And actually, we've reached our like milestone goal of the podcast this year to reach episode 50. The beginning of the year of 2021, we were at episode... We, we started with episode 14 and now we're 51, which is like a lot and it's just we haven't even finished the first three months so there's going to be a lot more episodes on the way but of course i need to mention for the consistent listeners that in the in the next like four to five months the consistency of the uploads will be much less because of some personal stuff that's going on in my life there's an exam i have to prepare for and all that so yeah i might not have uploaded as frequently as before so yeah thought i'd like give you guys an update on that and well with that added away let's jump into the questions first give us a little introduction on how we got into visual arts and architecture and all that yeah how are you ramtin actually i'm uh, i'm really want to like thank you for having me in your uh, this fascinating show of yours actually i got to the uh design school or the uh, the visual artists uh, artistic school of my uh, because of my studying you know i was uh, going as any usual guy to architecture because i like it in, in, the, in the beginning so that's how i get in, in this uh, interesting uh, discipline yeah i mean uh, architecture is such a fascinating uh, major that's for a while it was like one of my targets as well um but the thing that i kind of i guess like as a hobby it's really fun for me yeah, but as a fun. profession it's it, it's gonna yeah. I, it, I won't enjoy it as much you know it's, it's actually it's terrible as a uh, <laughs> as a job because i have right. worked uh, so many professional works and it it was so because uh, you know the the practical work the, the work that we have in reality uh, there are some rules that we we we, we should work with you know, and uh, the last word, it's not yours. So <laughs> this is uh, something devastating for me. Uh, but, but this is uh, how the architecture is, actually any discipline. Mm, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, but I mean, architecture is a bit different because like, it's a bit more like, not just a creative pursuit, it's also a mix of engineering and creativity. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's there's... Really, really logical. Yes, exactly. And um, yeah. usually most people who gravitate towards architecture, they're really like into more creative side instead of like, like the logical mm -hmm. side, you know? <laughs> so that's why it could kind of be discouraging for them like after a while when they want to start like getting... On the, you know moment to gain some momentum on you know their architecture skills yeah. like yeah it kind of gets tiring and boring some aspects of it when it comes to the job the job market of it as you said mm -hmm. and um sorry go on. Say something. Yeah, actually there is a problem of uh, there is a, a totally separation now that i see actually especially in uh, in this era that we live in and especially in this leading architecture school, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a, a, a gap, a, a fundamental gap, actually. This is gap uh, that actually constantly uh, show showing to us how how this is uh, uh, how can how can I say it? Actually, because the the students they are studying something they cannot work with after their graduation. So that's when the, the, the those of these students having some uh, shock about the, the work. So that's why I, I always uh, actually advising my, my, my friends and my colleagues, telling them that they should work before they are graduating from the architecture school itself, because they need this, this is a, this reality vision. 
I'm, I'm, of course, I'm, I'm so okay with the, uh, with the visionary stuff and with the conceptual designs and that we have something a little bit uh, beyond the reality itself. But actually, we need this reality if, if we are going to, in the future, need to, to have a work, to, have, to gain money from this work and having a, a respectful, respectful life, not something just uh, live in our minds. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's, I think it's, uh, and actually the fun thing is that it's not a, like Iraq or Middle East or Iran problem. It's actually the whole, all over the world, you know, with architecture. Yeah. Like it yeah. doesn't matter. Uh, even here. We have if, the least problems of the world because, you know, we, ha- we haven't reached their limits yet. So we, we don't have these uh, luxury problems. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of true. But uh, what I'm trying to say is that like architecture is uh, like any other skill, like it needs like hands on experience to, you know, be good at it. Like, for example, there's like <laughs> students who are majoring in computer science. They can like, you know, they they can start coding, doing projects, you know, and getting experience yeah. so fast and so good. But like, for example, um, majors like architecture mechanical engineering electrical engineering they require a bit of more time to you know get to the job market that's why it's kind of of challenging for people you can be a great a student in architecture but when you if you don't have the required skill to you know be successful in the job market don't have social skill like you know work ethic skill like you know experience with the work itself you know it's something unique um yeah yeah that's totally needed so you should try to get into like get internships like cheap internships even unpaid internships as much as you can because in the beginning you need the most valuable asset which is experience that yeah. experience is not something you can buy you know you just have to of course experience have i don't know what it. else to say we have, yeah. we have to gain it through through suffering you know yeah so, uh, so there's there's other thing be, uh, I, i've seen a lot of people a lot of students who are getting to architecture but i've seen the fewer of them who are going to be an architect in the future because there is a lot of these students uh, are going to be engineers. Mm-hmm. They are working as drafters. So so that's the... And it's not a problem to work as a drafter, especially in the first. But I've seen actually a lot of these students, they are staying drafters for like uh, 15 years after graduation. So they they will never have a time to be a designer in the, in the future. So this is something also we are suffering from in the Middle East, and especially in Iraq. Yeah, interesting. And actually, the talk, speaking of Iraq, and uh, one of the most, I think you, uh, everyone knows, by the way, you know, one of the most revolutionary architects, like in the history of modern architecture is from Iraq, Zaha Hadid. And yeah, exactly. And, how, exactly. Do you know, like, by any chance, I mean, of course, you're, you're living in Iraq, and you studied architecture. And for someone who's been in that space, uh, has Zaha Hadid's uh, works and legacy impacted the, gen- ge- the generations in Iraq? Like, does it? Because obviously, you know, people like that have an effect in their home country. You know. Yeah, just hypothetically, you know, just for for the sake of of an argument, you are talking. Actually, we are putting the, the name of Zaha Hadid between our our words, but actually, we we don't use the, the his, her legacy as uh, something we should work with and we should uh, like developing our university as uh, as this legacy requires. Uh, actually, Zaha Hadid is a a different story mm-hmm. because you know she uh, lives in Iraq until she got to sixteen or seventeen and. She she went to, uh, I, I think, Lebanon to get the, the mathematics uh, renaissance, something 
it's like uh, diploma, I think, and she went to, to the Architecture Association in London to to continue her her bachelor. And I think they, she she just uh, went with just bachelor in her life. I've never heard that she got a master or a doctor doctor uh, a, a degree, you know. But uh, Zohar Hadid ha actually she lived a, a a luxury life, not just like all Iraqi people. Actually, mm. her father was the the minister of economics in Iraq, mm. so she lived uh, better than the the Britons themselves. <laughs> but, but this is something. Uh, there is a lot of rich people who cannot work and uh, be like Zohar Hadid, because actually she, she wasn't she she was struggling with herself as a woman and as an an Arabic. Uh, women living in the West and in, in, in these uh, struggling time for women. You know, Zaha Hadid worked in the 80s and 90s and uh, this time the, the women themselves uh, wasn't uh, uh, sorry, weren't they are like a, a, a crowded in architecture. There were just a few women and uh, one of them is the, the Zaha Hadid actually. Yeah, I mean, uh, like in many engineering uh, fields, like they're usually male dominated than other than, you know, the percentage. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, of course, I mean, fortunately in the, in the it's future. A, it's scientific, actually, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I guess, yes, in a sense, true. But uh, like, but it's good that there's like female role models right now for, you know, the future generations and then for women yeah, that are, of course. you know, growing of course, up. I mean, of course, of course I mean, uh, like, there's no doubt, like, me men are more logical, usually they gravitate towards, you know, engineering, of course, more yeah. than women. But there's still, um, there should be this kind of, op it should be kind of like an open space for, like, anyone. For everyone. Yeah. And, I, and I would say the same thing for men as well, like, if they want to enter, like, of a field course. that is, you know, female-dominated, you know, everyone, mm -hmm. I think any human should be, like, feel free and liberated to pursue, you know, what they want and, that's yeah. that's the whole point. Um, but with that out of the way, like, um, let's move on to the next, the next question, basically, yeah. the next se segment. Um, were you originally studying art and design or you were pursuing another career path? No, actually, I'm studying the architecture path and I want to, to stick with it because uh, it's something that I've... Uh, I've loved actually because uh, I, I was struggling with it basically in my life. But but after all, I think it's it's something uh, can make us look beyond the reality itself, beyond uh, the the silly things of life that we're living. It's it's give you something big to think about, to especially think about others. And that's why I I, I have uh, been work with architecture, and I will stay inshallah in the future work with uh, with architecture stuff. Yeah, awesome. And um, what is your main branch of design that you're focusing on? And tell us about your experience from the start of it until now. I mean, of course, in, the, in your Instagram bio, you said that you're an uh, experimental architect. Well, yeah. assuming if that's your specialty, tell us a little bit about that. Actually, every architect is a, a an experimental architect, you know. They are, but but actually, I'm I'm an interesting more in, in something the the postmodern architecture. But also, I have a, a vision of uh, connecting the, the past with the future, you know, and combine those uh, things together to bring them uh, to the presence that we live in. So I actually am experimenting those, the, uh, the, the past architecture elements with the future elements. I'm working with, with a, a softwares that allow me to get, make codes or also make something free modeling to work with. So uh, I'm, I'm experimenting all the time. And actually I think the, the experience in architecture are really more 
important than the, the philosophy in it because uh, when our, when you see the philosophers in architecture they actually they are talking all the time about the experimental architects in the in the in the past so that's why i'm interested in experimental uh, architecture more than i am uh, interested in the in the philosophy of it oh interesting and yeah. um how does your design process usually go anytime you want to start working on a project? Mm-hmm. Actually, there's a, a, a different processes every time that I work. Sometimes I work from <clears throat> looking uh, from the top of the project because I have some activities need to connect it with each other. Like I have a complex, like the, the, the last projects I, I have worked with, it, it, it was something residential. And we have some uh, area, some site plan that we need to work with. I cannot work immediately with the 3D uh, design or facade design and stuff. I, I needed uh, in the first to add something like a, a an out uh, sketch of the site itself. I, I put the, the buildings, the open spaces between those buildings, the entrances and stuff, you know. So this is uh, uh, something I've worked with uh, lately because I'm uh, now actually uh, managing the, the residential projects and the company that I work with. So now I'm working with something bigger, uh, like the, uh, an urban complex projects. So most of the time I need to work from the from the top. But but I, I, I remember when I was working with uh, some uh, like individual buildings, I was working like immediately with the 3D. I've never give uh, a, a, a lot of care about the the plans itself because uh, actually I'm interested of making myself a, a good uh, form architect in the first and I think in the future in the future uh, I, I will be a good planner because you know it's it's an experience that you, you should work with the plans because it's a rules in the first of course I am aware of the uh, um, the dangers of my saying that, but but uh, but I, I I think the work with the planning stuff it's an experience more than uh, be uh, some some someone who has distinguished with who is working with the with the three D shapes. All right, pretty interesting yeah. stuff. And yeah. uh, well, right now I want to. I think- know it's it's shocking a little bit because uh, most of the people need to know that you are need to, to, to talk an ideal stuff about architecture. I'm not mm-hmm. actually not going to make it any better. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And, um, yeah, yeah. well, another thing that I've, that mm-hmm. I've kind of, um, saw on your Instagram profile is that, um, you have an studio academy called yeah. visuality architects. And visuality. basically yeah. from what I've gathered that it's basically like in a studio that you teach people architecture visualization, which basically means like yeah. getting proficient with the software that is required to, you know, of course, visualize yeah. your works and projects. And yeah. I, I have to say, like, I'm going to, I'm, I'm a huge fan of that. I'm a huge fan of your works. I'm, I'm just going to say Thank that. You so much. Here's the thing. And I, I, I'm not saying it because you're my guest. I know I should say nice things, you know, yeah. all that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love architecture, like the, the creative, any creative field, and especially architecture. Like I'm not for it, you know. Like when I see stuff like that, I'm just like, oh, I just get happy. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, for, this is my my feeling also when I see other works. Yeah, exactly. And uh, for anyone who's like wondering why I'm fanboying so much over this, I'm gonna of course put all the works and the pictures of samples of his work like on the right side of the video version of the podcast. For mm-hmm. audio listeners who listen will I mean 
uh, what are you waiting for? Go check out the YouTube version when it's uploaded. Of course. And, <laughs> yeah. and now, um, something about that... my, my, my studio, actually, mm -hmm. it was something I've started with in uh, 2018 uh, because I've uh, suffered a little bit of uh, misunderstanding uh, of uh, learning, <clears throat> sorry, the, the software itself. Uh, so I, I've started to, to work with myself since the 2015 with those softwares. I've been um, like testing and experimenting a lot of these programs. So I've uh, like developed some understanding, a deep understanding of this software uh, for myself. So I actually, I, I like to, to share this knowledge with others. So I've started this studio to, to share this uh, knowledge and, and, and something I've considered it is really interesting and special because I don't just uh, teach people how to visualize their work. I also teach them the, the principle of the design, how uh, they are working with the conceptual designs because, you know, when you are entering any workshop now in the world, they actually bring something uh, international like the one of the Zaha Hadid projects or one of the uh, Peter Eisenman and, and others projects and they are stuck to modeling it. I don't do that, actually. I'm like creating and finding forms and in, 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 into the lecture itself and the time of the lecture so that I, that I uh, how can I say it? Actually, I'm uh, giving myself the opportunity of mistake uh, in front of others so they can uh, learn that architecture is actually built on mistakes and, and wrongs and these stuff. So this is why I, I started the, the workshop. It's not just like any other workshop. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. And of course, I, I would highly recommend you to also make this uh, make courses like uh, for Udemy yeah. and other places. Future, of course, in your future. 100% do it, man. Like, it's going to be yeah. awesome for you. And <laughs> of course, so. a lot of people will also learn a lot and yeah. enjoy the content as well. And actually, oh, there's a question I had right now. You know, it's... I think I just personal. Have, no, 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 no. Just kidding. It's, it's no, up no, to you. It just popped up. Uh, and for someone, now the question is for someone who is a hobbyist and loves like architecture, like myself, you know, but doesn't want to actually become a professional architecture, you know. Yeah. Between these two softwares, which which one would you recommend for them to learn, V-Ray or SketchUp? Actually, there is a, a, a difference between V-Ray and SketchUp because V-Ray is a rendering engine uh, and um, SketchUp is a, a, a modeling engine. Uh, mm -hmm. So actually, I've never recommended SketchUp for anybody in the mm -hmm. world because it's something uh, I, I really... I'm sorry, guys. It's real stupid to work with <laughs> the SketchUp because uh, it's... I mean, if you are working with a paper and pencil, it's, it's going to be really better than, than working with SketchUp because it's a lot of time. You need to make anything in the world, uh, not by thinking, just by working, you know. But in 3ds Max for, for Innocence or Maya or Rhino, no, sometimes you just uh, do some few things. Uh, if you are studying them good in your mind and know how to produce such a, a product in the end, you will do those things in, 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 in a few a, a steps than you are need to doing them with the SketchUp. And we are, of course, going to the parametric era, so there is no way that uh, the SketchUp people can work with, the, with an era. You know? So the final verdict is 3D Max, right? Yeah, I think 3D Max is, is essential, but it's not something like uh, final to work with because now actually me, myself, I started to, to learn Maya 
because mm -hmm. it's it's really uh, flexible working with the with the uh, parametric and with the organic stuff. So uh, I think I can say that Maya, 3ds Max, and Rhino and Grasshopper. I mean by Rhino Grasshopper, of course. Mm -hmm. So those are the three a uh, uh, top softwares you need to work with the most international uh, uh, offices in the world. Because I have friends in those mm -hmm. uh, offices. Awesome. And uh, yeah. by the way, you, you said parametric. It also reminded me of something. There's this buzzword <laughs> going around in like architecture, like in social media, everywhere, parametric architecture, you know? And there's yeah. been like a huge, I think, 800,000 page of about yeah, yeah. Parametric, and, parametric architecture. Um, and the owner is also an Iranian guy. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. And, and he's somewhere in Istanbul. I actually messaged him to come on the podcast about yeah. that. Like a lot of people, I haven't, he didn't even see the message. He's busy as hell, probably. Uh, yeah, of course, he is. he's busy, uh, of course. And, uh, well, tell us about what is parametric architecture? Actually, I think there is a misunderstanding of a parametric architecture because people think it's any, any kind of complex architecture that uh, combines some organic stuff and some facade stuff, some patterns in it. They called it an, a parametric architecture, and this is uh, wrong because the the, invent, the the inventor of this, uh, what can I say, this word, parametric, it was Patrick Schumacher. You know, it's a, the, the associate of uh, Zaha Hadid. Hmm. So when he actually invented, uh, invented this word, he was actually meaning any kind of architecture that you can uh, edit after you are designed the final product. Like, imagine this with, with me. If you are having room, a room, this room have a kind of width and height and length. If you are finally designed this room and you are, you are finished it, you know, if you can, and if you have the ability to edit this room after I uh, give the, the final shots of it, this is a parametric uh, architecture because it's work with the parameters. Not every uh, complex design is about, of course, there is a complex designs, they are a parametric architecture, but not every complex uh, design combined uh, many architecture types together, we should call it a parametric architecture. So it's, it's something simple. Mm -hmm. But of course, it, it can went to something so complex in the end. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, the next thing I actually wanted to ask is that, mm -hmm. I mean, it, like browsing through the stuff on Visuality Architects page, um, mm -hmm. I'm seeing, uh, mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, I'm seeing some yeah. inspirations from Bjark Ingels' uh, I don't, I'm not sure, yeah, Bjark Ingels, yes. Bjark Ingels, yeah, I yeah, think. Inspiration mm -hmm. from his work. Uh, is that true or... Actually, Pierre Engels is not my favorite architect, but he's a, a good architect. Actually, mm -hmm. I've, uh, I, I don't know how you get this uh, idea <laughs> because I think uh, he working with uh, with kind of architecture I I don't like. I just don't like. I don't have any critical things uh, things about it. So uh, no, no, not Pierre. But maybe a little bit. I've worked with the voxels. Uh, exactly, I, I, I was gonna say that. Yeah, yeah because I'm I'm working with the unit itself. So I, I also I've added the, the concept design of it in the end, so you can uh, see the the final approach of this and aspects of this design. So I think I'm working an experimental uh, a, a, an experience all the time. I live the experience even through my life because I I believe that the 
uh, how are you are living your life, it's going to affect the, the discipline that you are working with. And if you don't have any life, of course, you don't have any discipline to work with. So, so that's, uh, that's something that I work with, exper- experience all the time. Yeah, I mean, the voxel house in Baghdad was the thing that kind of like, it, you know, it I give you this impression because I, <laughs> I remembered a, a kind of project for PRK Engels, something like that. So I, I can I, I can like mm-hmm. connect the, this project. Yeah, awesome. And um, yeah. how like here's the thing. The next thing I want to actually chat a yeah. bit is about like different schools and also not schools in a mm-hmm. sense schools of thought um different styles of architecture that has been going on throughout the years and generations and like let's let's start with which one is your favorite that you like to work with it like there's post postmodern architecture there's modern architecture there's brutalism architecture there's a, a lot of things you know a lot, urban yeah. architecture we could go on you know for for like a solid hour but I um it, when it comes to your more, sorry yeah yeah no, it's, it's okay it's okay go on and I was wondering, like, which one is your favorite and what do you think in general yeah. about the different types of architecture? What's your opinion about them? When should we combine them? Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't put myself in any corner of, uh, like, uh, distracting to any kind of type of architecture because sometimes I will need to work with the, uh, like, classic stuff. And sometimes I will need to work with the postmodern stuff. So actually, I love all kind of architecture, but I think uh, th- there is something actually I, I, I should say these days because I've seen a kind of architecture that produced right now from the leading schools of uh, architecture. Uh, actually, it's, th- this is not an architecture. This is a- a- anything maybe, but not an architecture. This is a biology, maybe a, a-, a chemistry stuff that you are producing all the time because it's looked like that we have an amoebian shapes and uh, some uh, shape that do, they don't have any kind of reference, and they are give us a kind of impression that they, they, the, the students that they produce such a stuff, they are working by the, the ability of the computer itself, not their minds. So this is, this is I think, in the next 10, uh, 10 years, it's going to be a catastrophe because uh, those people actually uh, teaching, and, and the, the problem is because the, the professors themselves are teaching uh, those students to work with, the, with kind of weird architecture that do not belong to people, to any kind of cognitive map that we have uh, all these uh, 100 years that uh, pass. But actually, when, when you are going to Vienna, for, for, for instance, or for example, do you want to see anything modern in Vienna? Of course you don't, because it's, it's this, this kind of a lovely a, a medieval or a renaissance identity that you live through all your senses and you provide it to your uh, cognitive map in your, in your head and live such a beautiful world. But, but now, actually, I think the, the postmodern architecture, it's just attacking the, uh, the, the old architecture. They don't have uh, a, a, a kind of principles. All their principles, actually, uh, it depends on attacking the, the past. And this is something, actually, I'm, uh, I'm not satisfied with. 
Yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense to not, uh, like it's something similar in like every field, like uh, even in programming yeah. and computer science, people argue about like which framework is better, which, uh, you know, la- basic, you know, primary <laughs> language is better for this or that, no, you know. No, but, but there is a major difference between yeah. like computer science and architecture because any kind of development in computer science, it will be good. Mm-hmm. But not every kind of development mm-hmm. that we live in architecture is good because sometimes we are going to develop something bad. We need to retreat from that uh, thing. So, so this is the the major point of difference between architecture and other engineering stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And well, next question is, who are your favorite artists and designers? But of course, in this case, um, architects. Yeah. And of course, you could also say, if, you know, you have any favorite artists yeah. and designers as I, well. I, I think there's a two people that they are really my favorite. A uh, an architecture. One of them is a Thom Main. He is a leading architect of More Forces Architects. And uh, he is also one of the creators of the SciArc, the Southern uh, Southern California School of Architecture in the USA. And th- th- this one, uh, this guy actually, or this great man, he has a lot uh, of effects and uh, effects on my thoughts. And he actually, I, all the time when I want to like feed my my brain with the an architecture, I all the time see his uh, his works and actually. He is doing a great job teaching others from uh, the the school itself because he's also a mentor in the SciArc and Harvard. He's uh, teaching those students to work with uh, him in the office, of course, and they are giving us such a beautiful identity in the end. And uh, the next one, he's a Russian architect. He's not uh, like worldwide uh, knowing uh, guy he called uh, Flaz of Roman. He has something uh, really beautiful. I, I've never seen it in any uh, other architect in the world. I'm just um, like throughout all this, I've been browsing your other stuff as well. And uh, I'm just amazed like your watercolor works of illustrations are just look so good. Like so Thank clean. You. It's, it's, a, it's a digital thing. I work with uh-huh. it with the, a kind of uh, like uh, a, a bat, of course, no, no, just like a bat mm-hmm. and a pen. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. published uh, two years ago how how my works is uh, going the process itself. No, I mean, but it still looks great. <clears throat> Thank you so it much. So I appreciate crazy. it. Thank you. And um, all right, next question: What technologies and softwares do you mostly use for your works? Mm, what, what do you mean by, by technology? Um, technology, I mean the hardware, like to use maybe drawing tablet or just mouse. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Or... Actually, I, I'm working with the, a computer, a desktop one, because the this uh, computer is allowing me to uh, work a little easier and softer. And of course, I can develop it from time to time. I can change one part from the computer, like the processor, the CPU itself, the, the video card. But you can't do such a thing in the laptops, and it's going to cost you a lot. I always tell people to to buy computer to work with because laptops it's uh, something uh, you need to buy a really a really expensive one and with uh, with lower uh, quality in the end with with lower performance. Yeah, I mean for uh, rendering and uh, of course, like it's also the same thing with like video editors and stuff. They always like have yeah, to mostly with work. All the graphic design works. You need to work with a desktop. Yeah, but of course for architecture, it's a must need to have a PC. Like if you 
have like those huge projects you need to render. Um, your yeah, let me run. Actually, I have a laptop mm -hmm. myself, but I'm, I maybe I'm showing my work with it. I just do a little bit of editing mm -hmm. on the uh, sites when I go to the to the sites, but I I don't work with it as a, a major device. I'm I'm just working with it like fifteen percent of the time or ten percent, maybe uh, less. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, that that totally makes sense. For rendering, you need like a really high amount of RAM and GPU and all that to, you know, because yeah, your laptop can do it, but it's it's going to be take a lot more time. Yeah, and it's, actually, and it's going I, to I be. My, mm -hmm. I have broke my my laptop in the first oh. because I, I I was working with this such a a great idea that I've discovered just now. And I worked and I worked for like two and three nights and just the laptop uh, shut down immediately. No, I, was, no. I was like, I've tried to open it. I went to some repair, a, a, a repairs shops trying to, to find out what, what, what went wrong actually. And in the end, I just broke it that, that <laughs> nervous and I've never uh, worked with, with a laptop in, in a major project. Just editing, just that such editing stuff. Yeah, I mean, let's say even if your laptop didn't like shut down like that, it's uh, in long term, it's going to like the heat of the CPU and all that is going to like damage the, in, it's the circuits for like over the long period of time. Of course. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's interesting facts for listeners who might be interested in that. I don't know, in the future, you might want to get into it. Um, definitely invest in a P like proper PC. And um, actually, there's one thing I, al I also wanted you to talk about. I forgot, but I just remembered. Um, mm -hmm. On one of your posts that you posted on January 12, 2021, the journey mm -hmm. to a journey to pa Babylon is your graduation thesis project. Mm -hmm. And God mm -hmm. damn, I mean, when I see this poster, I just want to hang it on my wall. It looks so like just <laughs> like, you know, those sketches you see in like rooms in movies and all that, you know, it just yeah. looks so cool. Like thank you so much. Actually, I've I've done a a fascinating work with with this project because this is something I'm I'm really proud of, mm -hmm. uh, because it's uh, it's something that I really uh, combined my ideas with the 3D modeling with the uh, the function and I I have worked a lot to to produce such a thing in the end and it was so big actually my uh, my project area was something like 315 uh, square meters a thousand square meters so it's it's more than a quarter of a million uh, meters square meters so it was so big but, but and I had also a 12 major activities like hotel like a uh, a, a library, like a museum, uh, some uh, sharing uh, center, and uh, a heritage market. So it was really big, and I have worked a lot on it. So, uh, but, but in the end, I was uh, really uh, satisfied with the with the results, and I appreciate your interest. Actually, thank you so much. No, I mean, uh, like uh, in general, when I see so, like. I love art and creativity, like uh, in general. But uh, the thing that really gets me going is like this type of projects and architectural, you know, things that yeah. it, because it's generally something that I really love. But I, I don't want to like I know that I want to be like a prof I don't want to be a professional architect for my full life. You know, there's so many other things. <laughs> yeah. 
And yeah, that's so just... I don't want also because uh, you know I, when I think about architecture, especially in the days that I am nervous and I'm uh, really live under pressure, I just want to be a, a, a simple seller man on the street. I just want to live a really quiet life, just having a cottage in the rural area and just I leave architecture. And, and every day I'm thinking about that. So don't, oh don't uh, think you are just yourself in such a dilemma. Yeah, and it's apparently a project about um, like a site location, which, which has like yeah. plazas, museum, mosque, Babylon library. Yeah. Restaurant. The, the this is a graduation project of mine. Yeah. It's had a lot of, of activities, and each one of them can be a graduation project. <laughs> but this was the, the challenge itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a culmination of different projects together, and that's actually such a good, a smart idea for the thesis yeah, project. Also, it's, it's, it's a trick also, because, you know, if you are going to work with such a an office who is interesting in just hotels, you're just giving them a, a hotel you have designed in your graduation project. If you are going to work with the uh, office are interesting in the museum, you are working with, with them immediately. So it's, mm. it's also a, a tricky project in the end. Mm, yeah, and, and um, also give the an impression of a, a hardworking mm-hmm. guy and also a, a fast guy because you can't uh, end such a project in just a, a one semester. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And um, all right, next question. In your opinion, I mean, of course, I ask this question usually not to by every guest, um, but mm-hmm. the I mean, you you seem eligible for that. Um, in your opinion, how to grow on social media as an artist and creative? Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't really, um, I don't really care about getting to to all people to know me. Of mm-hmm. course, I'm, I'm, I care. I do care that people can see my work and know my name because this is something that is going to to live with me to the future. But actually, I don't really really give a, a care about how you are going to grow because i've seen people with the, with such a bad works and they are really famous people in the world i think you are uh, agreeing with me on that yeah. uh, point but i think if you are interesting of getting to to this kind of uh, show business i mean in the instagram and also uh, Facebook maybe I, I prefer Instagram because it's it's more a gallery it's interests mm-hmm. me more than the Facebook uh, I, I think you need to communicate with the with the major base the major accounts in architecture and uh, show, show them your work and send them your work maybe a little bit I, I, I didn't do that I just did it once or twice in, in my first in 2017 and I've never do it before because there is no one is replying for me. Mm-hmm. But what? But I've designed such a, a project that made the 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 owners of these accounts following me. So you know, in the Instagram, a account take the project from another account, and this is going yep. to spread your your work. And I, I actually I don't have a half a million followers. It's, they are just like nineteen thousand followers. So I'm still a, a a young famous guy. No, I mean uh, like even if you have ten two thousand followers, I would still ask that because you because uh, like let's say for example, hundred and fifty of them are bot accounts, and like. 300 yeah. of them are your friends and family. I mean, the rest are actually people who follow you, you know, so that's yeah. an important yeah. point. So um, you yeah, must be doing something right. Of course. And um, 
Yeah, I mean, I always like ask people time and I it's just I'm just curious about it. it's something interesting to me like the general like formulation of how to grow on social media and it's not just about algorithms and all that it's also about human psychology and you it's know what's a mystery for me yep. you know it's it's not something uh, easy because you if you are going to be famous you need to create something who is a, a ble- pleasing all kind of taste all kind of people's mm-hmm. taste and actually I can't do that because I'm, I'm sometimes I consider myself a, a radical one <laughs> you know I don't like to to please all kind of tastes I need to please a, a, a special kind of uh, taste and people and exactly I mean I am the same way as well so we both don't really care about followers we like to have an audience yeah. that enjoys our work exactly I need like, to have a, a, a kind of audience just a, 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 a quality not a quantity of, exactly. of audience yeah like uh, I mean uh, I don't have like much followers or subscribers, but uh, from day one, I never like started like the podcast for the intention of like you know social media fame or something. It's it's a genuine passion project of mine, which I'm which I won't be stopping anytime soon. And um, like it's interesting. Like in the beginning, I barely had one to two listeners. You know, barely. Mm-hmm. You actually and, are doing great work. I think you are going in the future, mm-hmm. in the near future. Thanks. I wish Appreciate and it. I hope and of course I know. That you are going to because you you have a a, a good thoughts mm-hmm. you know how to ask and this is this is a problem that I I've seen with others uh, they don't know how to to ask the the, the right and the proper questions mm-hmm. and when you are asking a wrong question you are going to get a wrong answer mm-hmm. so uh, you know how to think you are open-minded you, guy I, I think you are going to have a great future oh, I'm so. going to be a part of it in the yeah, future awesome yeah sure <laughs> and um, yeah I was I was saying that uh, but right now I have like after a year consistently like seven to eight listeners at least so I mean it, yeah. it's good uh, for anyone who's listening or watching, thank you so much. You're awesome. And <laughs> <laughs> thank you, dude. <laughs> and um, yeah, let's move on to the next question. Um, any you. advice and tips for a good portfolio and resume for artists, but of course, in this case, architects? Of course. Actually, if you are need to uh, create a, a, an amazing portfolio, you need to, first of all, to design a, a really amazing project. This is something like an obvious. I don't need to, to tell the obvious. But it, it, there's a, a fewer tricks how to create this kind of, uh, of portfolios or CV. First of all, you need to, to work before graduation because there's, uh, there isn't a lot of offices that are accepting uh, people who, who are not, uh, who they, they weren't work in, in such an offices before their graduation. This is something are going to be useful in your CV. But about the portfolio itself, you need to put some kind of realistic projects in it because if you are going to work with such a, 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 an office who is, uh, exists in, in reality, you know, he will need you to give him a kind of examples on the uh, kind of projects you are going to produce in the future. Why I need to, why I should hire you if you are working all the time just in your mind? You are not uh, going to give me anything real in, uh, and in, uh, in, in reality also. So you need to make uh, a, a, a realistic project in your uh, portfolio. And of course, you need also as important to... Uh, b- b- put something realistic in it to to give an impression that you are 
a an always learner, you know, and uh, and you have this kind of be, uh, a vision that goes beyond uh, re- reality itself, and you are of course need to to put some uh, functional projects, not something just beautiful, because you need to give also a, a kind of impression that you can work as an architect, not just a a three D designer. Uh, maybe if you are doing th- those uh, three major stuff and four, I'm sorry, four major stuff in your portfolio, I think you are going to uh, cross such a an eighty percent of the of a good portfolio in the end. And what's left just a graphic design. Mm, yeah. yeah. And actually, there's something I want to mention like in the previous segment but i forgot actually i found your profile through one of those pages that share other people's you know stuff and that's uh, that's mostly how i find out you know different guests work you know because i don't i only follow artists with my podcast like page because i from my personal instagram page i like to actually use social media i don't want to follow thousand pages where, where i can't even like look at them all you know so i just i just follow a couple of those pages that you know mention like other people's like works and that's an extremely great way for me to find interesting like guests of course and that's how I, I, I also i don't follow a lot of architecture stuff mm-hmm. because uh, um, I, I can't see all the the work i just follow the the major uh, accounts and in, in instagram like you, you said it parametric architecture design morphe uh arc impressive and such, such a kind of stuff uh, ID zoom also so it's it's something uh, nice to to follow such a major and not follow all the architect because if you are going to to follow other architects and the architecture platforms in the world you are going to like follow such a a two hundred thousand people in the world you know um you said the arc impressive d zoom and what yeah. other pages like amazing architecture amazing skyscrapers like a uh, a design morphe design morphe, oh, morphe design also. Morphe. yeah they are a, a really good uh, people mm-hmm. and of course a, a there is a page called live academy and uh, futurely they are a a, a, a teaching uh, stuff like Maya and Grasshopper, and they are really, really good in their uh, majority. Yeah, interesting. And um, yeah. I just need to ask because I want to follow them later, you know, because I love yeah, art. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> and of course. Um, all right, next question. Um, what are you working on right now that you can tell us about? What kind of project is it? No, actually, I'm now I'm working on developing my, my workshop because uh, in, in, in near future, I, I mean, not just I, I don't want it to call the future. It's going to be a presence for uh, for a little bit of time, maybe just a month or or, or less. I'm going to produce such a, a a wonderful, interesting workshop for those who are interesting in my works. And uh, I, I I I early told told you that I I make such an experimental designs in in my office, and uh, I, I teach people how to get to like reveal a kind of mistakes and uh, work with them and uh, it's going to be something something nice in the end and also a visualization awesome and yeah. um all right this the next question is uh, a little bit about you personally mm-hmm. um what area beside the area you're working on right now are you interested to explore and learn in the future what i mean by that is imagine you had mm-hmm. like right now suddenly like a lot of free time and also 
mm-hmm. enough money to not worry about bills. In that That's free good. time, what would you do? It could mm-hmm. be doing anything. It could be learning. It could be, I don't know, wanting to learn how to dance. I don't, I don't know anything. Travel. I, I, need, I, mm. I really like to travel all the time and play music. You know, this is uh, something from my childhood. It was uh, such a dream for me. I've, I've, I've been traveling the, the world a little bit, but just not in uh, in, in a way in my imagination mm-hmm. so I, I i like to really have a pause from architecture for just like for for not long just five years from architecture and i need to to travel the whole world and discover kind of cultures interesting stuff you have never heard of and live such an experience that it's going to change you in the end and make you go back to your place such a different uh, different guy different person yeah i mean it's super important to take a break from what you're doing from time to time because uh, you might not notice it but your brain is getting like kind of tired from something even if it's something you love or good at you know it's super important and that's why i cannot work with offices i cannot work mm-hmm. with the with such a uh, like the strict rules all the time because I'm, I'm a moody guy sometimes i cannot work and when you ask me why it's that because I, I don't have an answer i just i don't want to work i cannot work maybe sometimes i take a rest for two months i've never talked about architecture never see a kind of architecture so so yeah this is something really really hard for me yeah that's understandable and well, with everything that's been said and done in this episode to conclude all we discussed, yeah. give us a roadmap for someone who is zero in visual arts and design and want to do, and wants to get the place you are in terms of skill set like for some so basically give us a, a step by step roadmap for someone who is zero in arts and just mm-hmm. anything and wants to become an architect and the field you're working on, which is let's say okay. um architecture visualization. Let's let's leave it at that. You need to uh, at first, if uh, if you are going to be, if you need to be professional or something, you need to be such a beginner in it. And this is something if you are understanding it or are thinking about it, it's really, really great things because you because you cannot be a professional, and uh, and I, I remember a kind of saying and a quote for a, a Picasso. And I think he's said, if you are, if you want to break the rules, you need to be professional in them in the first. So in the first, if you are a, a, an art a, a artist uh, or a, an engineer or any kind of student are going to be and enter in the art discipline uh, schools, you need at first to pay really attention to the main rules in, in your school to the to learn the obvious and be and to just not to be in the end someone who is artist but not an architect and someone who is an architect and not artist so you need to pay attention to to such a stuff in the end to pay an attention to rules and after you learning these rules i think you are going to develop such a a boring uh, stuff in yourself and this boring going to give you the the ability to break those rules in the end of course and my advice to all uh, those guys uh, out there going to enter and uh, enter the the art school just don't do it it's it's totally hard guys <laughs> but if you have a a kind of uh, like what, what can i say it like maybe a, a hard heart and if you 
really need to rescue, uh, not just rescue, to, to take a risk in the end. I think this is uh, going to be really interesting. But, but after all, we have a great life here. Yeah. All right. And I guess that's about it. And thank you so much for coming by. Where can people contact you thank if they you. had a question? I don't see any kind of questions. No, no, no. I mean, uh, no, no. Where can people contact you if they had any questions? Uh-huh, of course, future? of course. Anytime I'm available on my Instagram account, most of the time. And mm-hmm. uh, if anyone have any kind of a question, I'm going to reply him as soon as I can see the, the message itself. And I really, I want to thank you in the end uh, for this interesting uh, stuff because I've never uh had such a a, a good uh, meeting with uh, with anybody oh really this was your first podcast yeah not actually i've given a podcast before but not something special and in, in architecture and stuff not just this uh this kind of interesting thing well i mean i'm glad well, you're... i want to apologize also for, for my english because it's it's really bad no <laughs> no 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 no, no. <laughs> like honestly this is a here's an annoying thing like mm-hmm. there are people like foreigners who are non-native speakers and they yeah. actually know the language very really well but they have a bit of accent mm-hmm. but they get yeah. so like discussion oh i'm terrible at english but their english is actually better than some of the native speakers i mean that's just funny <laughs> and no yeah. no i'm just being honest your english is pretty good so i mean that's about thank it so and thank you to everyone who's listened to this episode and enjoyed it if you had any commissions or suggestions for the future leave it down in the comments below or in the caption anywhere on instagram and youtube i'll check them out and with that other way take care everyone have a good day see you, see you next so time much. see you